rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Think Space Podcast. We're back in the studio here. Jess has actually allowed me back in. I've been bad, so she kicked me out for a while and had much better, more entertaining people in talking with you. But I'm back now, and she's going to let me talk, which is weird. But anyway, I'm Jason Erickson. I'm the COO of ThinkSpace IT, and with us today, I have Jessa, who of course is the owner, and this is her podcast. And I also have Jeff Mahalski with uh, SipSpace, which is a telephone division inside of ThinkSpace. So we're going to be talking today about all sorts of weird strange what are the weirdest scenarios we've had to deal with as it professionals over the last few years Um, we all have our war stories we all have uh, stories we've heard but i think it this is all about just hey let's let's have fun with this one for once this is first first person point of view what weird stuff have you actually seen well i go to work every day and i see all these people that's pretty weird (laughs) Oh, I'm not talking about our faces. I'm talking about weird scenarios, stuff just blowing up for no good reason, and the stupid fixes, like the stupid simple fixes that take care of such a massive issue. (laughs) I'll start out. I have one. Uh, So several years ago, I had a county that we brought on board, and they were, lack of a better term, they were a train wreck. They actually had a sign on their switch rack that said, do not touch. Internet will stop working. And they were literally talking about the fact that the ISP, when they brought the equipment in and that kind of deal, they didn't have the clips on the cables. So if you touch the cabinet at all, the cable would fall out of the router. And this is, they just lived with this. They just assumed that somebody had to come in every day or two and replug in the cable so internet would work again. So we ended up coming in, re-terminating all the cables, cleaning up the rack, making everything beautiful. Reliability went through the roof. And yeah, that was, that's, that's my, my start off story is, okay, kids, you know, the little plastic clippies on those cables are there for a reason. Maybe we should fix those. Okay. And Who's up is, next? That is an absolutely <laughs> stupid, simple fix and a relatively cheap one at that, depending on, of course, how big your switch is, how many switches you have. Holy crap. Right. Yeah. Right, right. No, it was a mess. We ended up basically rebuilding that whole county from scratch. It was it was bad. All right. Your turn. I think the weirdest one I came across and it was a simple fix um, was basically it was I went to a place where they actually had this audio equipment actually hooked in from a computer into some audio equipment that went somewhere else that was hooked to a couple TVs and they're using the TV as an amplifier going in and then coming back out. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting. And, uh, and then they had it spliced together in this multi little junction box where all the little screws, I can't, um, the screw rails Yeah, in a rail and they had them all, I'm just going, Adapter, click, click. And then all of a sudden, there's no scratches, no humming, no nothing. Their whole PA system was completely messed up. Was this for a business or a personal thing? No, this is for a business. What were they trying to do with this? Apparently, what they were doing was they, they didn't want to spend the money to get the correct equipment, get the correct equipment and yeah. stuff like that. So they just kept the old stuff, kept it going, going, going. And 
they just hodgepodge it every step of the way. And then some part actually broke. And yeah, and then we're just looking at this, um, this before I worked for Sipspace, obviously. And we're just looking at it and we're going, look around and like, oh, just do this. Click, click. And then you might want to replace this. So it was kind of like a house with multiple additions throughout the years. Yes. It's like the, uh, I can't remember what the house is, the Westington house, the the Weston house. That's it. The one where the things just go nowhere. The stairwells go. Oh, oh yeah. you're talking the Winchester house. Winchester house. That's it. Yeah. That's an interesting story for when you're done with this podcast, go find a podcast on the Winchester house. That story is like ridiculous. Yes. Where's the Winchester house? Okay, it, I'll have to go yes, look it up. In, in the I United States, <laughs> I don't know where it is exactly. I'm guessing California or somewhere. That yeah. But okay. no, it was just this unique hodgepodge. And, and we would fall, we would trace wires because we we're getting bleed in. I, we could hear humming from lights. We could hear this. And we're trying to figure out where it's going to and from. This one I did audio visual stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like going everywhere. And it would just go nowhere. <laughs> and we see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we've all walked into the place where they had 50 things plugged in and only half of them actually worked. I always love the, well, I didn't want to throw it away in case we might need it. I always love that stuff. Talking about hoarders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So think back to a Christmas story. Have you ever seen a either a UPS or just uh, a surge strip or anything ever plugged in like that? with it equipment oh yeah oh yeah I, i've seen surge protectors melted oh yeah the fun the fun ones are the whole apparatus blew up and they're still trying to use it the light yeah. doesn't work it's a very heavy duty one it's a surge protector and they literally blow up yeah and you oh, see yeah. the scorch marks and everything and they go well it's effective no it did exactly what it's supposed to do yeah it blew up because you're being stupid Yep, <laughs> or a lightning storm. I mean, they, honestly, they and and a lot of people don't realize this is you know when those surge protectors get hit and go boom and stop working, you got to throw them away. Don't try to jerry rig them because they did just like Jeff said. They did exactly what they're supposed to do. They blew up and died and sacrificed themselves so that your electronics may live, and that's that's <laughs> the important story right there. I had another technician who went out and installed some UPSs and they went in, they plugged everything in, everything was working great or so they thought they left. And then an hour later, the customer called and said, everything's down. We don't, we don't get what's going on. Well, come to find out that uh, the technician who went out ended up plugging the UPS into itself. Uh, So it just sat regenerative regenerating i magic energy i guess uh so we had to go back out and say uh no and (laughs) and unplugged it and then plugged it in the wall and then after that everything came right up and worked um so i've seen stuff like that where you know the magic of electricity um yeah all right go ahead yeah. So I, I've had that too. Uh, when I worked freelance, um, it was a nice building and I can't say what building, um, but let's just say it was a big data center. Mm-hmm. And in the basement is where they have all the UPSs plugged into each other. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they're just daisy chained. And I remember going down there with one of their technicians, one of the, their main technicians. And all we heard is beep, 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 beep. They're yeah. all just having issues. So we just go, oh, well, just unplug one. So I unplugged it. All of a sudden, 
everything just went nice. Yeah, everything just went completely down. And uh, we quickly called their help desk saying, hey, you're going to get some calls here in a few moments. We plugged it back in and go, somebody needs to clean that up. Yeah. Well, and and I see that the daisy chaining of, uh, well, they're like, I need a longer time. So they daisy chain a bunch of UPSs together. The problem is you can, you can daisy chain UPSs, but the amperage and voltage has to go up exponentially on every AP towards the outlet. The APs, if you look at them, they have right on them, how many Watts, how many amps that they'll put out. And they'll usually take in a lot more than they'll put out. Um, so daisy chaining UPS is a bad idea. Buy a bigger UPS or buy a UPS that you can actually put some more batteries on. They have a lot of cool units that you can stack, you know, four or five battery units on if you had to. But, you know, follow manufacturer's recommendation, folks. <laughs> do the math. UPSs are not plug and play. They should be, but if you don't do the math ahead of times, you're going to buy one way too small, and it's going to go magic blue smoke, and then you're going to be mad that you blew up your AP, uh, UPS. So the, and potentially other things, and 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 those are hopefully cool not other things. I spin me right anyway. Um, <laughs> and he's going off the rails again. All right, Jane. Meanwhile, in left field. All right. So uh, any other cool stories? How about customer stories? Anybody got a cool, I worked with this customer type story? I have <laughs> I have one that I can think of, but uh, one of my favorite customers way back in the day, this is this is back when I was starting, uh, and I told Jess of the story, so she'll probably stop me because it's probably inappropriate, but I don't care. Um, cutest little old lady you ever met the most grandmotherly wonderful little woman you know it's like would you like some cookies sunny type person but i ended up going to her apartment probably once every two weeks or so to clean up all the uh viruses no what'd you say nothing no what'd you say i was misspeaking go ahead Anyway, so I would go and clean up all the viruses that were on her computer because she would pick up all these viruses online. And the way that she would let us know that she had a ton of viruses and her machine wasn't working so well was she'd call into the office and say, hey, my porn sites aren't working anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, so I kept going to this retirement community about once every two weeks. I spent about an hour or so there cleaning up all the viruses, get her stuff working, and then be back two weeks later to do the same thing all over again. Uh, But like I said, it's just, it was, it was a surreal experience for me because like I said, it's about the picture of the quintessential grandmother. And that's what, who this lady looked, acted, spoke like, but. She had a hobby. <laughs> she was not about to give it up either. No, she was not. <laughs> she she was uh, she was entertaining to say the least. Um, but anyway, that that's my fun customer story. Anybody else got one? Oh, back up when dial up was king. I was uh, I was. Um, You're aging yourself. I know. I was a technician, uh, over the phone technician, and. Uh, yeah, there, there's a reason why I don't work. And that story brought me right back there. Why I don't work after uh, 8 p.m. at a call center. So, okay. But, yeah. Keep going. Oh, no. Yeah. No, yeah. I had very unique ones. I had one. Uh, basically, he called He called in 
And he was like, I can't get my news groups. And for those of you who don't remember what news groups were, it was something you could actually subscribe to. Uh, that that's that was like early dark web type fun stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're aging ourselves really badly. <laughs> Fortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all you would say. I can't get my news groups. Now, keep in mind, I don't have remote access. There's no such thing as remote access at the time. We didn't have the fun software that had that. <laughs> so literally, I'm having to go in my head and actually seeing what he's seeing. And he's just, and all he says is, I don't have my news groups. And I said, well, all you have to do is go back in. We'll just remove them and put them back in and they'll be fine. Because I saw he connected. I can see that on my system. And the whole time, and then... I start going through the notes and it shows all the fun news groups he oh, subscribes okay. to as I go through the notes of other technicians who have gone through there. And at the, at the um, second to last one, because it was in reverse order, it says, if he calls, just tell him that we no longer support him and we can no longer help him with this. Oh, dear. Yes. He had a big hobby. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So, so deciphering that for the younger generation, <laughs> uh, news groups were things you used to subscribe to and kind of think of it like TikTok for old people. You know, it was, we would chat to each other, we'd send pictures and we post them up to these groups and we have a little piece of software that would generally pull all this information down into our machine and we could flip through it and that kind of deal. Um, and much like most social media bits, there was a lot of inappropriate material posted to news groups. And yeah, I usually cringed when I had a customer say, Hey, my news groups aren't working. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm busy. (laughs) That's when you pull the not it. Yeah. 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 From that point forward, I never worked. I never worked from, I always worked from 6am until 2pm and no more. Yeah. Now you don't even do that. So you're good. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, all right. Anything else? Any other great cool stories? Oh, I'm sure we have dozens of them, but yeah. I'm also kind of, uh, I don't remember what time we started, how long we've been going. We probably should have wrote that down. Well, we've been <laughs> There's a counter. I know, but we spent about five minutes of it talking to ourselves. And we're doing it now too. Uh, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day that kept referring to them as the voices in your head. And I, I, I really like that. I like that. Yeah. Wasn't that great? Um, <laughs> Super creepy, but awesome at the same time. Yep. You know, sitting around listening to the voices in your head. And I'm like, oh, I like that. That's very good. You have headphones on. Yeah, absolutely. See, my problem is I haven't really worked on the service side like you guys have. So I haven't seen that kind of stuff. Well, you haven't lived till you blew something up by accident. So I've blown <laughs> stuff up, but it was my own stuff and it wasn't such a big deal. But I haven't blown up like company oh, stuff. I have, Not unfortunately. Yet, anyway. <laughs> what did you blow up? Uh, oh, uh, it was the... Um... The door, the door access system, like, oh, like five years yeah. ago, and I, and I felt so horrible. Well, it's okay. Twenty years, I haven't looked at a schematic or any electronical device, right? Like component wise. You said electronical. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, and you know, I'm going. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. I'll remember how to do this. And I totally reversed the leads, and I totally just blew out the the system completely. How do I not remember that? Uh, you blocked it out. Yeah, Clearly. it was a, <laughs> a bad experience for everybody. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, because bad. No, I no. just saw me. I felt horrible. I was like, oh crap! I let the blue smoke out. Oh crap! Okay, <laughs> recording. I'm gonna have to ask which customer this was for because I'm drawing a blank, a yep. big blank. Luckily, the device wasn't overly expensive. 
Uh, so I wasn't, I, I was worried because I was like, oh crap. But yeah, nah. yeah made the blue it smoke. It, it, it happened. And it was like, and as soon as I looked, I was like, oh, I saw what I did wrong. Oh, yep. See, at least you learned from it though. Yeah. But- at least you didn't keep, you know, downloading new viruses accidentally every two weeks no having somebody come fix it for you no but i felt bad i was like and then i thought about it i was like oh yeah you haven't even looked at a you haven't replaced a component or soldered anything in 20 plus years so yeah some of it is kind of like riding a bike and some of it not so much yeah so yeah yeah it happens Actually, my favorite stories, and this will probably be what we end up on, is uh, I always love it when the customer calls in just irate, angry, and you can't figure out what the heck, and then you find out that they've done something foolish, but they're trying to make it your fault. Oh, no, no, no. That's not even funny. Oh, I love those. I mean... And and our service... The service industry is filled with those. I mean, you've always heard... The, the tale of, you know, my computer's not working. Why can't you guys fix things? Why is this thing always broken? And then you find out the guy's power is out, you know? Uh, stuff like that. Uh, you know, back in the good old days, we had my coffee cup holder is broken. I got that one. That's not <laughs> funny. That, is, that one is funny when you read it, but I actually got that guy when I... Oh, no. I know it's real. Yeah. I got that guy. Okay, okay. But for clarification, <laughs> for the younger crowd out there, you need to explain what the coffee cup holder is. Okay. So in the good old days, we had big, huge computers that sat on our desk or down by our feet and the CD ROM tray, which is, you know, these little flat plastic pieces of data that we used to exchange stuff with, which you only could write on once usually. Um, At that time. At that time. Um, you know, think of it like low tech Blu-ray, but (laughs) of course now Blu-rays becoming beyond, but anyway, um, we had all sorts of fun programs and stuff that we had to run. The way you put them in is you put your disc in the drive, the little drive tray would pop out. You'd set your dress, your disc in, close it. It would read it. Everybody's happy, happy. Well, a lot of folks, they just use their computer for internet or word or that kind of deal. So they never really understood what the little pop-out tray was for. And it was just had nice concentric circles inside on that tray. So coffee cups sat on there pretty nice. Fit just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You get the coffees from like uh, your, uh, back then it was like Casey's and stuff like that. It would fit perfectly in there. You get the large ones. Yeah. Perfectly in the hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know this from experience. <coughs> I unfortunately do. Because you did it, or because somebody no, else somebody did? else actually did okay. it. Yeah, we actually had a we had a, a manager at the time uh, who would actually do that. He would actually pop out thing. He would put his uh, coffee cup thing right right in there, and it fit perfectly. Jeez. And the disclaimer is: kids, don't try this at home. Do not. <laughs> I can honestly say I never did that course i was fairly young at the time when those were mainstream and not you know relics but still right i wasn't drinking coffee at that time i had long since stopped (laughs) (laughs) no comment yeah 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 so anywho okay i think i think we've for a short for a short little hey this is fun type thing i think we've gone long enough uh what do you guys think i don't know there's some weird stories out there well, you have yet to tell one. 
that's because yeah. I don't really have a whole lot. I mean, you know, okay, not necessarily IT stories, but customer service stories when people call in and either complain or ask questions about their bill, you know, it's it's common stuff like they're not actually reading their bill, where if they would just stop and read it, yeah, they wouldn't have to ask the question. That's the majority of what I deal with. I was like, the why did my bill double? Well, you didn't pay us last month. <laughs> you know, it does happen. <laughs> or you know, why am I getting a late fee? Because you didn't pay your bill on time. Yeah, your bill was twenty days late. So the late fee. Yeah. Funny how that hits. But yeah, I've 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 experienced that um, when the company was moving to go overseas when I worked. Uh, the I, they ended up giving us to customer service and technical support, so I got to learn all about billing. Oh, yes, and then of course because I was on the tech side, I was like, "Oh, you lost! You lost, a customer actually called in. It was uh, back when New York had that big brownout or blackout. They had it for like three, four days. Mm-hmm. Um, he called in and said, "Your service provider doesn't work." And, and of course, I can't see where he's from or anything like that because I haven't pulled up his information yet. And I go, "Oh, what's the problem? Well, it's not connecting." And so I, as a technician, I checked the phone number because this is dial up. So I checked the phone number. Oh, nope. I'm connecting to it. No problems, no issues. And then he goes, well, and I said, well, what other problems are you having? Well, it just won't connect. And I said, okay. And he says, I want a refund for the time I've been without internet. And at the time, internet only costs like 20 bucks a month. So dial up. Yay, AOL. Yeah, yeah, as the demons scream at each other yes. to connect. Yes, yes. I do not miss those. Uh, and it was funny because I because then I said, "Okay, how long were you out? Three days." And then that's when I realized, well, "Are you in New York, sir?" He's like, "Well, it's not our fault that the power went out, but if you had a laptop, you could connect, no problems, as long as it had a modem card in it." Mm-hmm. It's not your fault that he couldn't no. connect either. No, but he demanded, and then I, of course, the manager's like, "Well, we have to prove all." Just and he said, "Just go ahead and give him for the three days." It came out to like 45 cents. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It literally came out to like 45 or 60 cents with, with taxes. And I said, sir, here's your refund for the three days, 60 cents. Yep. And he's like, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that's how long you were out without service. By your own record, you were out without service for that long. I wasn't trying to be like that person, you know, like grumpy person. I was just. Very here it is. Just, this is what it is. It's, it's policy yep. says this. Okay. I'll give you. Well, but see, that's the funny thing because I don't think most people understand or fully realize i guess might be a better way to put it how much they pay for internet and you know the breakdown you mean how little they pay well in some cases yes i mean granted prices are coming down because you are getting um uh, better access more widespread access so prices can come down but when you stop and look at it you know break it out how much you're really paying for all of your it and stuff Oh yeah. IT keeps getting cheaper and cheaper as we get better and better at it. The more we can automate it, the better off it is. Uh, the most expensive part of IT is always people. And keeping up because unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but since IT does evolve rather quickly and rather frequently, it is kind of hard to keep up sometimes. Yep. There's always the latest and greatest thing, especially Sorry, I'm going to throw Apple users under the bus here, but you always got to have that that newest piece of technology to add to your collection. Right. Sorry, Tony. Okay, on that depressing note, we should probably call it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, 
I'm Jason Erickson. This was Jessa Erickson and Jeff Mahalski uh, with Think Space Podcast. You know, just hanging out today. But we'll have more in-depth, more exciting things to talk about in the future. Um, just keep tuning back in. And hopefully we didn't make everybody go to sleep on this one. But hey, talk to you all soon. If you like what you heard in this podcast, or heck, even if you didn't, check out our other episodes on virtually any streaming podcast service. You can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And most importantly, check out our website at thinkspaceit.com.